Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 152 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Fam, we love you. We got a great one for you this week, and we're always going to do those three E's. Entertain, encourage, and equip. And you know what? She's back this week, ladies and gentlemen. She's, Big Yonce in the hizzy. She's back in the hizzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are we going to have a redo of, of last week? We're going to have a repeat of it. <laughs> Thank you all for bearing with us last week. That was a that was a special. That was fun. That was like the Jubilee episode, <laughs> no, man. We were... It was. I don't know why we were both so giggly. I don't know what happened. Maybe like you said, it was exhaustion, <laughs> but I, we sure had fun. And I think Absolutely, we are going to have some more fun today. Oh, yeah. Like Brian said, we're going to share some resources with you guys because we want to always equip you for ministry. Yep, um, yep, yep. We are going to share some laughs at the ever popular segment of Prayer Concerns. I can't wait. Brian already said before we hit record that he's got some good ones on deck. Oh, so yeah. I, I'm excited. And then we're going to share a, a fantastic conversation we had with Corbin and Peter from Thrive Worship over at Bayside Church in California. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment and tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're the best. You know that. If you listen to this podcast ever, you know we absolutely love Planning Center. So Planning Center has a free app. You give this to your congregation and say, hey, guys, this is, your, this is like your, your, uh, your grant base foundation for staying connected to the church, right? Here's all the things you can do in the Church Center app. You can check in your family. You can give. You can join groups. You can manage your own personal profile. You can register for events. You can reply to your service requests from the services mm-hmm. app. It is yes. like a one-stop shop that you can give uh, the people in your church. And you can learn more about that at planningcenter.com slash church dash center. Go check it out. I it's love like, it. It's like having a personal assistant without the, I don't know. And who doesn't need that? Who doesn't? Who doesn't right? need that? Yeah. With all the smells in the world, you need <laughs> probably a couple of those. You should see my planning center app. It's hilarious. All the profiles <laughs> that are linked to mine. <laughs> We're taking over the world. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So how are things in the valley? Things are good. They're warm. You know, I'm obsessed with the weather. It's it's a little yeah. bit too warm for my liking. Like today, we're, it's, it's almost hitting 90. Mm. And you know, and I'm wanting to get into that holiday spirit. Don't at me, but I'm one of those people that thinks that Christmas season starts November 1st, and we do still have yeah. a day of Thanksgiving. That's great. I love, you know, but <laughs> really it's Christmas season for me. So it's too warm. I want to put my tree up so bad, and it's just, it's too warm. So, well, man, it's freezing here. And so we have this really good friend, Sarah Records. You've heard us call her Coach Records. She's a volleyball coach. Um, she very kindly came last year and helped us put up all of our Christmas decorations. Wow. Well, she was here on um, Tuesday night this week and she walked in and she like ran to the spot where the Christmas trees were last year Mm -hmm. and she saw that they were not up yet. And she Mm, was a little disappointed. Right. Right. Because you should, should have been up. It should have been up. Should have been up. Don't (laughs) shit on me, Jen. 
my gosh. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm good. I'm good. It's freezing cold here. We have uh, at our church a major uh, AVL project going on this week. Wow. There, uh, a company is doing six venues on our on our campus this week, and so wow. it's been a little bit uh, it's been a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Our production director Kyle and our new assistant production director Taylor, uh, you guys can all say prayers for them because they're not getting a whole lot of sleep. They're amazing people, and uh, they're working lots of extra hours wow. this week. So. Wow. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I expect Can't videos. Wait. I want to see right? that new screen. You got it. I want to see that new screen. You got it. You got it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we are advancing several decades. Really? Week. In the, yeah, in the Were you still using overhead projectors? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Sometimes it felt like that. Uh, we didn't have the greatest projector, and with, with lighting on, it was a little hard to see things on the screen, but they will not be hard to see this week. I can nice. tell you that. It's going to be fantastic. Nice. Uh, so speaking of AVL, Free Church AV, guys, mm-hmm. uh, it is well into the swing. Uh, season three, our friends at Five Words Media and Daniel Gorley, they're giving away the store. So if you don't know what Free Church AV is, check it out, freechurchav.com. You can click the link in our uh, Instagram bio and find it there as well. Um, they're going to give away a, an AVL system valued up to $200,000. Wow. They've already done it twice. Uh, so this is season three. It's absolutely real. You got to get in it to win it. Uh, so get your church in as soon as you can. Uh, we have a really cool uh, webinar coming up uh, very, very soon on Thursday, November 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, this is with Logos Bible Software. It's called Bible Study in the Digital Age. Uh, just a better way to study the Word. And if you're a person who pre- prepares messages or teachings uh, from the Bible, mm-hmm. um, you know, devos for your team, whatever. This is a free webinar. Uh, you can register uh, at the link in our uh, bio as well. So I hope to see you all there uh, again Thursday, the 11th of November, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be it so is awesome. Be awesome. You know what else I think is going to be awesome? What's that? Brian, it is time for prayer concerns. You guys, I just have to give you an attaboy and an girl, like a major pat on the back from Worship Leader Probs Nation because prayer concerns recently have just been on another level. So thank you for sending in. I know it's unfortunate when it happens, but I hear often from people who say, I knew when this happened, I had to send it to you. <laughs> so please, please, please send it to you. And you might be listening for the first time here in episode 152 and thinking, what's a prayer concern? Well, here's what it is. Every church has a response device, connection card, communication card. You've got a live stream chat, YouTube chat. Um, maybe somebody goes a little extra. They fill out a Google review on your church. And sometimes they just like to, they like you to know how they think you're doing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't think you're doing that great. (laughs) So they are going to give you a little feedback. And uh, we, uh, we like to, you know, laugh. It reminds us that we're not alone. We're not in this uh, alone. We're all in it together. So people send these in to us. You will always be anonymous. Your church name will always be anonymous. Uh, You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, maybe buy some merch while you're there, and then click on that prayer concerns uh, menu item and submit your prayer concern there. You can also DM them to us on Instagram, but we share these every week on the podcast and we have 
a lot of fun with them. So <laughs> let's dive right in. Prayer, prayer concern number one. Uh, this was a new one for me. Um, we've recently had people complaining that the music is too old in our traditional service. Wow. Got a traditional that service. That is new for sure. Too old. too old. Music is too old. I want to know what they're doing. Like, yeah, I kind uh, of, it kind of was intriguing to me as well. Like, oh my, <laughs> too old. Guys, fill us in if that's your prayer concern. Please do. I would right? love you doing to hear. Some chants, man. <laughs> <laughs> little Gregorian chant. What, do you, what you got going on, man? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Too old. Oh, Lord. Okay. Prayer concern number two. Two weeks ago, I got this comment and it said, I can't worship unless the cross is fully lit. So last weekend, this particular lady snuck her iPhone under the cross and turned the, on the flashlight feature. We didn't notice until after service had already started. <laughs> crosses. I need a picture. Right? Sharon with the assist, you know, turn on that flashlight. I got to light this sun. I, I need like to see up. the cross fully in order to worship. I'm going to take it on myself and light this sucker They need up. to sign her up to serve in uh, the tech in, in lighting. It right. Seems, Sounds seems like, like an opportunity. Yeah. She has a passion for it. So you need to get her. You need to get her on the team. <laughs> okay. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, I live in Florida. And as one might expect, the dress, is, the dress is normally a little more casual and friendly to warmer weather, which does come with some drawbacks, however. Uh, we were at church uh, in, a, in a church in Florida, and someone asked our worship pastor one Sunday, is the girl with the nice legs singing today? No. We instituted a dress code the following week. <laughs> No. Hashtag modest is hottest. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. There's oh. nothing like those uh, dress code updates that are inspired by yeah, comments right? from. Right. <laughs> Holy moly. That's, Holy that's, moly. That's awkward. Yeah. That's next level right there. Yeah. Next level. Okay. Number four, prayer concern. Number four, we need a vending machine in the lobby. Pepsi products preferred. <laughs> it's like a movie theater. Exactly. Listen, like, I need to get my refreshment on the way into church. <laughs> exactly. I need a nice cold Pepsi. Pepsi. They, they want some M&Ms. Like what, what else? First of all, I'm a Coke person. I'm not mm. a Pepsi person. Don't at me. And secondly, that's a lot of alliteration. I did not practice it beforehand, so I stumbled a little bit over the Pepsi products preferred. That's a lot of peas. <laughs> it is. I, I thought you handled it well, but are you Pepsi or Coke? Team which team? Uh I don't really drink much soda. Growing up, I grew up a Pepsi person. Oh. Sorry. Um, but my favorite soda for a long time was Dr. Pepper. So Oh, it's a Coke I'm product, a diet right? Dr. Pepper yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Have you tried Dr. that uh, Dr. Pepper with cream soda mashup that they oh, got going on? Is it good? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it is. You, and they have a sugar-free version for all the health nuts. Come on. That need their soda healthy. That's <laughs> I'm going to have to Go check, check it out. out. Yeah. Check it out. They need to sponsor uh, us now. Exactly. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. I'm a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? That's probably older than most of our listeners, that campaign. But do you even remember that? No. Oh man, no, there was, was a song. A, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, she's a pepper. Wouldn't you wow. like to be a Sounds pepper? Sounds like too? that's a real uh, barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Oh man. Okay, number five. Prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. 
prayer concern number five. Recently got this comment and it said, we so appreciate everything you do. And until there's a man who can do it, you're welcome to carry on. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I want to. There is so much. Somebody needs a throat punch. Yes, they do. There is so much I want to say right now. Okay, we really need. I need the name of that place, please. That I'm gonna. Yeah. Requ- we're gonna require. The we need name. a follow up. I, mean, I we need a follow up. You know, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe, send Jen to that church, and <laughs> I would like to have a conversation. With I picture you. I picture you like as people are arriving, you're in like a karate outfit. Oh yeah. Kind of like stretching out on the in the entryway, like doing some deep knee bends, maybe some flexes, getting ready. Soundtrack for of Karate Kid is playing in the background. <laughs> You're the best. Maybe some pan flute. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. I wow. Hear it. You could come along and play the pan flute. That'd be good. There you go. I'll do it, man. I would do it just to watch that. That is horrific. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's bad. That's so bad. Come on, fam. Uh, so guys, those are prayer concerns. Yeah, that's what they are. Keep them coming. You can send yours in uh, on the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com. Well, guys, we recently had the chance uh, to sit down with some friends who have been on the podcast before. Great to have them back. Uh, Let's slide into our interview with Thrive Worship. Well, the Worship Leader Probs podcast is thrilled to have back Peter and Corbin from, from Thrive Worship. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having What's us. Up? We're so glad to have you back. Man, it's been a minute. <laughs> Episodes 37 and 38, which was a long time ago. So I can't wait to hear just the two more years of wisdom like that you're ready to impart to the listeners today. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Let's just say a prayer right now. <laughs> yeah. So Corbin and Peter, a lot has changed since you were last on. Like we've, the world has completely changed. It's been a whole lot that we've all been going through. So what has this last year and a half been like for you guys? How are you, how are you doing? How are you coming out of 2020? Actually, we're ending 2021 now. What has yeah. life looked like for you? 2020 seems like it, it it like swallows up other years as well. So it's more of just a general term, <laughs> right. not a year, right? right. So I, I totally get what you're saying, Jen. It's like the Thanos um, of years. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like this clump of time that no one wants to think about. Um, uh, yeah. For, so this is uh, my whole world has changed um, other than just, you know, the pandemic, obviously. But um, so I recently had uh, a baby girl. Um, less than three months ago. So I'm a father now. Um, and that is pretty much the biggest thing that's ever happened in my life. And my wife and I are obsessed with her. Her name is Savannah Grace and she is the biggest gift, uh, ever. Um, so coming out of the pandemic and all the craziness that that brought, it was like a sweet little, you know, gift to just, um, be obsessed with and and it's been awesome but yeah um for me you know other than that it's been crazy being a worship pastor and an artist and a songwriter during what was you know this crazy pandemic of a season and trying to figure out how to do church in a new way 
how to um, write songs in a new way and how to, um, you know, keep all of those things firing on all cylinders while the world was shut down was mm-hmm. was tricky, but it also was very eye-opening. And I also think it was um, a massive blessing at the same time. Um, so, yeah, wow. it's been it's been good. I'm alive and well and breathing today. So, I guess that's good day. That's a good day, right? That's a good day. Yeah. How about you, Gordon? Yeah. I mean, it's gosh, who could prepare anybody for a season we just came through? Um, It's funny. I actually had a baby daughter during that season as well, about a week before the whole thing shut down. Um, So it was really interesting trying to not only navigate what uh, church looks like because we're, um, you know, we were, everything got flipped on its head. And so mm-hmm. we're doing church in a way we've never done it before, but I'm also doing something I've never done in life before, which is have a kid and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. grandma, grandma and grandpa can't come over and help. And so, you know, we're on yeah. our own. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, thankful that's, uh, not the case today, but it, you know, it started the, those first few months going, man, what are we doing here? Um, mm. But, you know, I think I, I've learned a few things and I'm sure everyone has. Um, but I, th- I feel like I've learned the value um, and just how precious every single day is. Um, recognizing that uh, maybe some of the things I worried about before, now I don't. And maybe some of the things that I should have been uh, more concerned about, I now am. And so I, I think that's maybe one of the things that I, I pulled from this past season is like, when it really comes down to it, family and advancing the kingdom, that's, that's what it's about for me. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So good. Man, that's a great reminder. That's a great reminder. Um, so you guys are all staying really busy. You're new parents. And how, how many campuses at Bayside now? We have seven. Uh, seven. seven campuses at Bayside. <laughs> how, are, how are things going? Um, well, the church is surprisingly doing quite well. Um, and I don't take that lightly because I know that there's a lot of churches that have suffered a lot through this season. Mm -hmm. We definitely have suffered in, in a variety of ways and, and, but God has been crazy faithful to Bayside, Mm -hmm. um, as Bayside has been faithful to, you know, serving, uh, the vision that, you know, we feel like he's given our church. And so, um, you know, we are now fully back meeting in person and all of that. The campuses are, are filling up. Um, everything, um, seems to be pretty healthy. Actually. I think we have a ton of new people. Like, you know, I think the, what the pandemic did, you know, in church world, is it, it, it kind of shook the tree to see who's really in this and who's not. And then yeah. also it brought in people who are just never thought they'd step foot in church. And so mm. there's definitely, I think we've seen people who used to go to church that just watch online now and, and kind of just are a little more casual about it. And then there's the hardcore people who are like, where we've been in it from the start, we're going to keep going. And then there's just this wave of people who are super far from God and are just like super curious. And that's what pumps me up the most is, is seeing those people come through the doors and new families and 
And so, um, you know, we had this verse for our church uh, that was, you know, in Nehemiah and it says, you know, your servants, God will arise and rebuild. And mm-hmm. I think Bayside has been in a, a, a rebuilding process in, in a little bit of um, just who we are and how we function with, you know, now post pandemic, I guess you could say that. I, I mean, maybe we're still in it, whatever, you know, depends who you talk to, I don't know, <laughs> but whatever we, wherever we are now, I feel like Bayside is in, in an amazing season. Uh, growth is happening and there's tons of new people. And um, we were able to, you know, as worship pastors in Corp, you can speak in whenever you want. Um, but we were able to really, um, those of some, some campuses had already done, been doing the online thing. And so had figured out how to, you know, do all that, but all of our campuses are, are very uh, high functioning with online services as well as in person. And so figuring out all that was, was a great way to, you know, get the gospel out there to a whole different audience of people. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit of a word vomit of where we're at right now, but honestly, like, new families and seeing people come to church and experience God. It's just been the coolest thing. And there is nothing like, uh, being in person in church. Like I just, you know, that's, that's kind of a little bit of, you know, our whole let's let's have church EP that we released. Like it kind of hints at that, you know, it's time to get back to church and, Mm. um, not that church has to be in a building or anything. Church can look very different for a lot of, people maybe that's a hot take i don't know but you know now i'm just getting now i'm just rabbit trailing so it's a hot take hot take oh man hot take <laughs> you know one of the things that we love about you guys um is that your music has always been an extension of what god is doing there in your local church at bayside has that always been purposeful on your part or is that just kind of been something that's happened I'd say it's intentional. I, you know, I think for us, um, we, we've never been interested in trying to, um, you know, create a band that, you know, blows up and sells out stadiums and has a bunch of radio airplay. We're thankful for any, and any of it that happens and that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, like I said, even probably like one of my values coming out of this past season was going, man, what do we got to do? to advance the kingdom? What do we got to do to make sure that God's plan a for his, uh, representation on, on earth, the church, um, how do we make sure that is as healthy, um, and as impactful as possible? And so for us, yeah, we went, we're, we're big church people, um, especially local church. And so for us, our songs have been birthed out of the songs or the, the stories, the testimonies, um, you know, the encounters, uh, the interactions of our church, uh, I do believe that there is such a thing as spiritual trends. And so I think if you are aware of the heartbeat of your church congregation, you also might be aware of a lot of uh, church congregations. Cause I think God is, um, the, he's a great unifier. So uh, we have done our best to go. Uh, we will write songs that we can play on weekends. If that can extend outside of Bayside and resource other churches, then let's, let's go for it. That's awesome. And you've had a great model of, of somebody doing that right there in your own church with Lincoln. And, um, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So you mentioned your new EP, let's have church, uh, loving it by the way. Um, so like, what do you, what, what are you hearing from people? Uh, how are people responding to the new, the new music? Uh, so far, I think, 
it's been really good. This, this project particularly, like it, um, I feel like this finally really encapsulates like who thrive worship is. Um, because, you know, our first record, we did a studio record and that was, that was great, but I still, I still feel like we were, we were, we were the church boys that, you know, had grown up and, you know, been mentored by link and we've been writing songs for our church, but then we were kind of started to do a little bit of the Nashville thing. And we were trying to figure out who we really were and have that come through. And definitely it's funny. If you look at the songs that did really, you know, well for other churches playing them in their con- you know, for their congregations, they were all the ones that like what Corbin just said, that came from personal stories within our church and any of the ones that we were trying to write to, to get some more songs on the record. Um, they did well, but not like the other ones. So this EP, we were like, we're sticking completely to anything and only everything that works specifically for our church. And the response has been crazy because churches are, it feels like more churches are able to grab onto the songs that have come off this EP. Um, the, the personal stories we're hearing of life change from people from the songs um, has been just crazy. And um, I'm really proud of it because I feel like we really just went, we're sticking to our roots and who we are and, and God, you can use this how you want. And it feels like we finally found kind of like, all right, this is, this is what it's supposed to be. And so um, with that, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped on it. So the response has been great. And then um, Corb's been, doing some of our radio promotion and, and, and also did a, uh, was a part of uh, a little tour that we did off the EP. So he can speak to that probably a little bit as well. Yeah. I mean, it's just been amazing. I, I think you have, uh, mm. like Peter said, we kind of had this um, culmination of, or maybe even just a collision of great songs. We all believe in with kind of thrive worship, also finding its voice. Um, and that happened, you know, before we actually recorded, which is really, that's never, it doesn't always work that way. Um, but we're thankful that we kind of went our sophomore release. Um, we feel like we know the calling uh, God has for us on the, with drive worship and, and with Bayside. So it's been cool to then take that, um, the songs that have been working so well for our church in the last six months and take those out on the road and play them. We played at this production conference. Um, where the, the premise is you kind of have all of these church production teams that come in and do a, a two-day uh, two seminar, two-day conference on how to learn how to do audio, video, and lighting. Well, we happen to be the live band that was the kind of the, the showcase of it, that they're like testing the lights to, testing the audio to, testing the video to. Well, at the end of it, we play a set, and it's kind of the, um, the culmination of all those different medias. And we kind of actually had a choice, like, are we just going <laughs> to execute this because it's part of the conference or are we going to actually have some church? Um, and obviously we chose to have some church based on our album title. Uh, and it was amazing, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I literally was floored. You have a lot of these. Uh, I'm just as a little background for me, I was hired as a production person at our church. And so I, I really understand that world. Um, but it's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's not the most emotive group. Let's put it that way. Um, so to, to jump into that set and for people to respond the way that they did, I 
at the end of every night, we prayed for healing. Um, just kind of all, like spontaneous. We didn't, that's not what we planned to do, but we did it. And the amount of hands that went up and the amount of testimonies that I've already heard um, coming out of that from people DMing me on Instagram or uh, the conference mm. forwarded me an email or, or anything like that. Well, the last night I, I chose to do a, a salvation call and 10 people, mind you, these are like church production staff members, 10 people raised their hand uh, to, to meet Christ. And honestly, I think what I've been so thankful for during this season is, uh, if I can be vulnerable, I've, I've even felt like I wanted to, to let other people carry the torch, uh, on this project. I didn't, I almost like didn't jump on it at all. Um, and I think, you know, me from my vantage point, but I would say a lot of other people would say this same sentiment. Um, we are truly responding to a calling of God right now. And it almost feels like we've got a responsibility to carry this torch right now and being able to see even just a little bit of the tangible fruit of that already has been incredible. And I'm, I'm extremely thankful for it. You know, my story um, is what's in the song, pour your spirit out. Um, You know, I, I was raised in a church and and was kind of taught all of these things over the years, like, Hey, don't fear, like just pray more. But I, I actually struggled uh, with, mental health with anxiety and panic attacks from the age of seven until I turned 26. And I I did have a miraculous encounter with God um, and was healed from that. And I've been panic attack free for almost five years now. But I think what's been really cool is that was a hard story for me to share. Nonetheless, put it on an actual album so that it exists in every digital media. (laughs) But for me now to see when I share that story and I'm able to be vulnerable and show, Hey, this is how God worked in my life. To then watch how people uh, have been able to experience that same thing in their life. It just made me go, anybody who's out there and you've got a story to tell, tell it. Mm. 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 Wow. Mm. Wow. That's so powerful to see God using something you've walked through yourself, which in our field is probably pretty common. Mm. Uh, I, I would think, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Man, that's that's awesome. And I remember... Uh, I remember when we had, we had Lincoln on a couple of months ago and when I, when we asked him this next question, which is the big room question, I remember him saying the first thing he would do was give an invitation to, to follow Christ. And, uh, uh, so incredible that you felt compelled to do that at a, at a gathering of, of, uh, of, you know, church staff people, um, man, way to, way to follow the leading there. That's awesome. Um, Okay, so the big room question. If we gathered every uh, worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers and we got them in a huge arena somewhere and uh, you guys can each take this if you feel okay with that. Like we gave you a mic. Uh, what would you feel compelled to say to that that room? Um, I would say, it's funny, this is in my Devo this morning and um, I definitely think it's what I would say. Uh, Galatians 6, 9, do not grow weary in doing good mm-hmm. for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. And the whole Devo mm-hmm. was focused around not giving up. And so that's what I would say to every, every worship pastor, production manager, uh, children's pastor, uh, church facilities member, like, don't grow weary in doing good. 
um, even if you haven't seen the fruit of your labor yet, um, scripture tells us that, you know, we will reap proper harvest at the proper time if we don't give up. So I would say that, and I would, I would highlight, don't give up mm. what you do matters big time. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so good. That's our, uh, at my campus, that's our team verse this year. And somebody just texted it to me two days ago. And I, now you would have had me raising my hand there, Pete. <laughs> come on, come on. I, you know, it's funny. I feel like, uh, at this time of my life, this point in my life, I think the thing I would say is, um, what are you believing for? Uh, how far is your faith, um, going? What are you expectant that God can do? Mm. Um, because I think that being, you know, if I, I'd shared a pinch of my story there, but like, if I gave you more of a, a larger scope of it, it's that part of my faith wasn't there. And I still, it, it's like going, does God really do those big things? Or is that just in the Bible? Or is that just in uh, those one-off stories that a, a pastor has to make sure he has the, a good fourth point? But, you know, and I think what I would say is now being on the other side of, of some of that and seeing things with my own eyes as a uh, worship leader, pastor, video volunteer, who, whoever you, whatever you find yourself in, whatever role you find yourself in the kingdom today, what are you believing for? Um, because I believe that God, uh, just like he says in Acts chapter two, in the last days will pour out his spirit on all people. When we have God's uh, spirit, we have his presence and we have his mm -hmm. presence. We have his power. So mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that if we can latch onto that truth, um, then we can believe that God can do big things. And, and I, I think that's encouraging, uh, not scary. And mm -hmm. that would be my encouragement to anyone today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love what are you believing for? It, it's just a different posture Absolutely. of expectation. You know, yep. it switches you to anticipating God doing something rather than just kind of surviving, which can be so easy in ministry to slip into survival mode. So I totally. love that. Mm -hmm. What are you believing mm -hmm. for? It's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my wife and I are. Our goal, and this was in our vows, our goal is not was not just to survive, but to, oddly enough, to thrive. Uh, and we have you guys awesome. on here today. That's so cool. Um, you guys, we love what God is doing at Bayside, and we love what God is doing at Thrive. Um, thank you again for taking the time. So, guys, make sure you go follow Thrive Worship, uh, follow Peter, and follow Corbin. Um, and you, we, we say this every time we have an artist on, anybody can stream it, go buy it, uh, go buy, grab that EP, let's have church. Um, and man, I love the focus of it. I love that it's just an outgrowth, like an overflow of, of what God's doing at Bayside. So man, thanks for what you guys are doing to build the kingdom. And thanks so much for sharing it with us today. Of course. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. We love you guys. And your ministry is incredible and it yeah. gives people joy and it's something that's, I think, super needed. So we love you guys a ton and thank you for having us. Man, I really, really, really like those guys. Yeah, me too. Me too. Such depth. Uh, depth and um, okay, so I'm in the Midwest. Like a lot of times, you think about these West Coast churches, and and you're, they're like so cool and hip. And I feel like George Costanza from Seinfeld, those <laughs> musicians with their complicated shoes. Uh, 
that probably won't make any sense to you, but if you if you watch Seinfeld, it does. Um, and it's really refreshing to be reminded that they're doing ministry, yeah, just like I'm doing ministry in Indiana, mm-hmm. and those guys are the real deal. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's true. And I like Love that it. you also just kind of gave them a backhanded <laughs> comment about not being fashionable is basically what I heard you just (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. I'm just kidding. They're down to earth. I get what you're saying. They're totally down to earth. It's really cool. Serving their local church. That's, that's super, super encouraging. I loved it. Love it. Love it. Loved it. Make sure you go grab that, uh, that new EP of theirs Mm -hmm. and uh, buy it. Anybody can stream it. Go buy it. Go buy it. Go buy it. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you are consuming this podcast. That way you never have to go search for us. We're just right there. Waiting for you. Waiting for you on Tuesday morning. <laughs> and do us a favor, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some drop some good words in there for us. Yeah, Listen, it's niceties. It's not for our ego boost. It just really, I mean, it does make us feel good. We like to read sure. some, <laughs> we like to sure. read some nice things, but it helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. Um, so do that if you can. And thank you so much for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can even find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, and thanks again to our friends at Maven Media Productions. Uh, they are just doing an incredible job with everything they're doing for us. They're editing our podcast and all the visuals and the videos you see, those all come uh, from Maven. And uh, if your ministry or your church, you're, maybe you've got a business that you're looking for some help with somebody to help you design a website or a, a graphic or a, a logo or social media strategy, whatever it is, uh, they're, they're game and they are excellent at it. They can help you hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're great people and they will crush it for you. And thanks to my friend, Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro guys. We love you. Thanks for listening to episode 152 until next time. Deuces. Smell you later. <laughs>